Hi, good morning, and welcome to the ZP uh, blog and uh, podcast and vlog. So every um, Sunday at 8am London time, we do this kind of live um, streaming of news from Zimmer Peacock for this week, and this is sort of essentially that live streaming. So um, some international news from ZP um, this week, that um, our head of operations um, in the UK um, happened to be, not happened to be, is in India um, for the next couple of weeks. And um, so she was able to visit um, IIT Bombay, the Institute of, um, or the Indian Institute of Technology in Bombay. And so we were delighted to be able to visit the site and to speak to um, some of the researchers there. So um, I just want to say hi to Aftab, who's um, online this morning. So um, for many of you, Aftab is one of our supporters of the developer zone. I just want to say hi. And um, as Aftab was pretty aware, then ZP was definitely at IIT Bombay this week. And we were happy to meet our supporters and our friends and future collaborators there. So thank you very much for the warm welcome that we had at um, IIT Bombay this, um, this week. Um, some other news from Zimmer Peacock this week. Um, it's a little bit of a lengthy article that we've written, but um, you know, people do come to us, you know, and we do a lot of biosensor development. I mean, you know, biosensor development with ZP can often start with an idea. You know, sometimes people have just an idea. There's not necessarily paper literature. You know, there can be. So we sort of try to break this down into five, and these are fairly big steps, which is. You know, we need some sort of proof of principle if we're going to do a biosensor development. You know, so a, a proof of principle for us could be, um, could simply be, you know, going into the lab and um, just making sure that you know scientifically this actually, um, let, let's say, it actually works. So we um, often do a proof of principle with people. We. I have to then kind of get into quite a lengthy planning phase. I think this is really the part that people, you know, people intuitively get it, but how many of them actually do it? You know, we, we actually have to lay out the sort of, you know, the Gantt charts and the plans about how we're really going to do this. So we do lay out um, a kind of um, planning phase. We do what we call the ZP accelerator. One of the differences that ZP is we generally try to get sensors out of the lab and into the real world as quickly as possible because you know you really don't know how robust your system is until you're really using it in the real world and we call that the kind of zp accelerator which is our stack of technologies that can get people into the real world um, really quite quick um, we do try to get people to we call it mvp minimally viable product now, Aftab, who's online this morning, knows that you know MVP is a very um, hot, used, hot thing in like IT and software development. Um, and with an MVP, you can do this in sort of software development. So, for example, products like LinkedIn and Facebook, you know, their first version of them, they would call them like an an MVP, um, a minimally viable product. Now, it's not so easy to do an MVP in the medical space because um, it can't be a prototype, you know, it has to have a certain robustness, it has to have a certain reliability. So we do like to do or use a concept of MVP, minimally viable product in our biosensor development, 
but we're also sensitive to the fact that you can't do it so readily um, in medical. Um, people always say to us, you know, I want to do large-scale manufacturing, but there's actually several phases of manufacturing. There's what do you need today, and what do you need tomorrow, and what do you need next week? And what I mean by that is, you know, you shouldn't start scaling your manufacturing absolutely immediately because you just don't have the need, the requirement, the volumes to actually demand all those sensors. So you do have to um, sort of have a plan of, of when you're going to do different um, scales of products. So for us, you know, the first sort of need for manufacturing is really to manufacture the sensors for le regulatory requirements. And then when you've been on the market for a little while, um, oh, hi Ali, nice to see you this morning. When you've been on the market for a little while, then it's time to really do f um, full-scale manufacturing. You know, what, what at ZP we'll, we'll, we'll often get contacted by somebody who says, I need you know, a million sensors a week. And you, if you ask the question, how many are you selling today? Then the answer is often zero. So they're gonna go from zero to a million, you know, very rapidly, which is really not possible. So if you're thinking about developing a biosensor medical diagnostic, it's probably worth just having a quick look through these sort of steps um, that we've laid out um, on our website. So that's a, that, that was a sort of technical article that we put out there this week. We haven't done this in a while, and I realize we've been so busy just doing things that we haven't been welcoming um, new members of the team but ZP does have some um, new members of the team, so I put some pictures up of um, Salah, or a picture of Salah this week, and just wanted to welcome him to um, ZP, and we're happy to have you. Um, this was, uh, I was, I happened to be in our commentary lab this week, um, and so I just wanted to kind of, you know, when I was in the lab, the guys were actually doing a nice experiment where they, they were using pumps, they're using a flow cell. In the video, I forgot to mention the potentiostat, but you know, it, was a, it was a nice little assembly, and so we just made a little video about it. I mean, the joy about Zimmer and Peacock, you know, is we do have a lot of you know, kit ready to go. Often, you know, when you're in a lab or you're in a startup, you think, oh, I'd like a flow cell, you know, and therefore you have to kind of go off and develop a flow cell. Um, often, actually, if you check out our website, you'll find that we already have these things in place anyway. So in the video, um, they're using, well, we're using a flow cell with a pump. The pump is actually available on our web store. The screen printed electrode has been used for the hypervalue electrodes. And the flow cell is also on our website as well. So it's just a kind of nice, um, it's also a nice illustration that, I know I say this to Aftab and Ali a lot, but we are the biggest users of our, um, let's say, products. So it's a slightly unusual business model that, you know, I know, you know, you go to a vendor and you buy something off that vendor and you might ask them how many times have you used it? And the honest answer is they might have used it in the R&D phase when they're developing the product, but they don't use it. And the thing about Zero Peacock is we generally use these products ourselves. So they have to be good because we have to use them. Um, I think this is really quite interesting. We did put out some technical news this week. So... You know, Zero Peacock, I would describe us sometimes as, a, as, a, as an incubator. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, we do support other companies um, 
both with technology, with advice. Um, you know, we so we support entrepreneurs. It's in our nature to support you know new new entrepreneurs. And so we have we have a product on our website um, by a company called uh, Massia Sensors, and they've done a really good job at Massia Sensors of actually making a PCB, a printed circuit board, and they have a gold electrode on there, um, and they've done their validation where they test a normal PCB as an electrode, and I think they test it with ferricyanide. And I put the data up on LinkedIn, and, the, and a gentleman said there, commented, ah, clearly you've got nickel. And he was right, because with PCBs, they often have a seed layer of, I think it's chromium and nickel. And what will happen is people will have a beautiful looking um, printed circuit board biosensor, but when you actually test it, you're gonna find out that um, the layers underneath the gold um, are exposed and coming through. So at Massive Sensors, they've actually, you know, they've got some data on our website, um, and they actually show now that, that you can make a PCB, but they've just invented a proprietary process for essentially hardening the gold. And we've now got that on our website. So this, for some of you who are interested in kind of uh, electronics and the use of PCBs in um, biosensors, um, that page might be um, intriguing to you. Um, I know Ali's particularly interested in kind of water sensing and stuff like that. So I think that will be an interesting technology um, going in that direction. Um, so a gazelle is, of, is obviously a sort of deer-like animal that lives in Africa, but um, and it's known for its kind of speed and its, let's say, its springiness, its ability to jump. Um, now, they also use the term gazelle in business, and a sort of gazelle is a company that has sort of shown profitability or revenues over four years. You know, it's a certain size. Um, and um, it's, you know, um, the reason I bring it up is because ZP, you know, we received a letter from um, one of the um, Norwegian banks recognizing ZP as actually a um, gazelle company that, you know, we've consistently shown growth over um, really more than four years. We've, um, and we've always been profitable and we've got to a certain size. It's nice to be recognized as a gazelle um, company. I just want to say, um, yeah, Aftab's comment about sensors on PCB is a revolution. I agree with you because it would. Um, people like to have an integration between electronics and biosensors and so if you can do the whole thing on a PCB then you do have the potential to have that kind of integration so it is yeah it is good what the guys at uh, Massive Sensors have pulled off and my respect to them for that um, I said earlier on that you know we've been a bit del um, delinquent or not um, welcoming all the um, new members of the team so i've just put a quick picture up this morning of um, roa who's also joined us as well so salah and roa welcome to um, zp things grow some sometimes so quickly that we just we just move on too quick um it was also nice to be featured on the um zp i'm oh, sorry on the swans university website um this week they were obviously talking about our collaborations um, at Swans University, so we did appreciate um, them um, putting us there. And then just finally, um, actually this is relevant to Aftab and Ali. Um, guys, you'll note that uh, often at the ZP Developer Zone and often at the um, 
often at these uh, podcasts that uh, with vlogs we do have um, a, a guy called Hitcham who comes along not comes along he participates very actively and so this is just a paper that we um, we did with him I just want to say in this paper this paper is actually um, I've checked out the paper and you can download it I'm pretty sure for free so that was just a little paper that we had um, done with Hitcham and um, thank you to Hitcham for allowing us to be involved in that paper so as I say we do this um, this vlog every week at um, 8 a.m. London time so if I think if I was to um, it's funny when you look back at the week and you realize how busy you've been so you know this week we yeah we've been in India we've met um, with IIT Bombay there um, we wrote an article because we really needed to address and train more people on how to develop biosensors so we did a sort of quite a long article on biosensor development we did have new members of the team and that was you know they've been here a little while now but we needed to welcome them up um, we've obviously been in the lab working on um, flow electrochemistry thanks for the congratulations Ali thank you um, we did do some work with massive sensors and we're very happy that you know for their sort of hard and gold PCBs you know it was nice to be recognized in the Norwegian business community as being one of the fastest growing uh, businesses in Norway and I'm happy to be recognized officially on the Swansea University website for bringing essentially jobs to Swansea. And then, yes, we were also in the literature this week because of our paper with Hitcham. And whenever you come to the ZP Developer Zone, I say, you know, collaborations, and you can see that these collaborations um, do take place. And one of the ZP Developer Zone members will be with us, we think starting in April. Um, the reason we say that is because of the COVID-19 but we're writing letters of support and bringing them over um, now all right so I want to say thank you very much um, for you know essentially listening to our vlog um, we'll be having our ZP developer zone um, webinar on Thursday um, as usual so I want to say a special thank you to Ali and um, Aftab this morning for, for dropping the comments and being here and I hope to see some of you on Thursday and otherwise Take care, guys. Have a nice rest of the day, and I will um, speak to you soon. All right. Take care. Thanks very much.